0: hello and welcome back to the fantasy playmakers in today's video i'm going to be doing my last set of rankings prior to the nfl draft and so i'm just going to be going over my top 36 overall rookie rankings so this is going to be super flex and then basically just going through like three rounds of players so you know in a 12 team league you've got you know 12 picks around so 36 overall players three rounds and i'm not going to go super in depth on every player because I've talked about most of these guys in my, you know, positional rankings that I've been putting out, you know, over the past week. So just gonna kind of quickly run through where I have these guys. Maybe, you know, kind of talk about some, you know, general tiers that I have. And let's just jump right into it. Starting off here at the 101, I think right now this is pretty consensus, and that is Brees Hall. He's the clear top running back, at least in my opinion. It looks like he is going to be the first running back off the board, We know he has three down potential. And if he's able to get drafted in an average to you know good or great landing spot, I feel like he's gonna be a locked-in top 10 dynasty running back. And then here at number two, this is where I have Malik Willis. I think a lot of people also are pretty consensus on this one. It looks like he is going to be the first quarterback taken. Not totally positive in that. You know, you've got Kenny Pickett out there, but from a fantasy football perspective, he is the clear top quarterback in this class due to his dual threat ability. And honestly, if I'm at the 102, I think I may be trying to trade out of that spot just cuz I think I would rather move back to like the 105 and you know grab one of these wide receivers instead of taking a shot on Malik Willis cuz I'm just not sure if he's going to translate at the next level. Obviously, you need to get a pretty solid return cuz I do think there are a lot of people who really love Malik Willis and that is why I have him here at the 102 but I do think I'd be fine with moving down to snag one of these wide receivers who I do feel more confident hitting you know, at a much higher rate than a guy like Malik Willis. And then from the 103 to the 105, this is where I have my first tier of wide receivers. Talked about this big three all off season when Drake London at the 103, Traylon Burks at the 104, then Garrett Wilson at the 105. And then after that, this is where I have my RB2 Kenneth Walker here at the 106, I think he's pretty firmly behind Brees Hall, but then I think he's firmly ahead of any of the running backs behind him. We will see where he gets picked on a Thursday night. Then at the 107, this is where I have Jamison Williams, and I do think he has moved up from previous rankings, and that's honestly just because I'm not sure where these quarterbacks are going to fall. So originally, I think I had Matt Corral up there at the 107. The problem is, you know, Matt Corral could fall to the second round, We just do not know. I feel like these quarterbacks could really, you know, land in any place and no one really has a solid idea of where these guys are going to go. I feel like the Steelers are one of the best landing spots and it seems like every mock draft, they're getting a different quarterback. One week it's Malik Willis, then it's Kenny Pickett. Now we're here in Desmond Ritter. Matt Corral could get thrown in there. We really just do not know. So I feel much more confident that Jamison Williams is going to be getting top 20, probably top 15 draft capital. So I like him there at the 107. This 108 spot, if I was picking here, I wouldn't love it just because looking at the options we have left. I did go here with Isaiah Spiller and this is hoping he gets a day two draft capital. If he does not, he would definitely fall lower than this, but I still think he's pretty solidly my RB3, even though he has definitely fallen over the last few months. And then from the 109 to the 111, this is where we have a big run of quarterbacks. All these guys are really in a very similar tier for me. We've got Matt Corral at 109, Sam Howell at the 110, and then Desmond Ritter at the 111. Each of them you know, possesses their own level of mobility. They can get you some production on the ground. I think Matt Corral, for me at least, is clearly ahead of Howell and Desmond Ritter, but they are in a close enough tier. And then to finish out the first round, this is where I have Chris Olave. I think he's gonna get solid first round draft capital. If he goes early, that's cool. If he ends up slipping a little bit, then you're looking at landing spots with like the Packers, Cardinals, Chiefs, and that is also fantastic. So you can't really go wrong there if you are Chris Olave and I like him at the back end of the first round. Now moving on to round two, we're gonna start it off with George Pickens here at the 201, really like his early breakout. We'll see, he's probably gonna be going in the second round not getting a ton of first round hype, but that is fine. I still think he can produce as a second round pick. Then I have Kenny Pickett here at the 202, likely lower than consensus, which I've been basically all off season on Kenny Pickett. He just doesn't have the upside of any of the quarterbacks ranked ahead of him. And I kind of feel like a realistic ceiling for him. It's like a mid-tier quarterback two, maybe max like a high-end quarterback too. He's not going to give you a ton of production on the ground, if any. And I just don't think, you know, he's some sensational throwing prospect. So that's why I have him, you know, early second round pick, but he is likely going to be getting first round draft capital, which is going to keep him, you know, in rookie drafts as a late first, early second round selection. Then here from the 203 to the 205, we have a run of wide receivers. Got Jahan Dotson at the 203, Sky Moore at the 204, David Bell at the 205. I feel like Dotson and Sky Moore are kind of in this same range. They're gonna be these players who are going late first, early second. David Bell, I just really love his production, but I'm not even sure he's going to be going in the first three rounds. If he falls out you know, into round four, round five, he may move below some of these running backs. It's just that right now, we don't know where these running backs are going to be picked. And you can see the RBs here at the 206, 207, 208. Got Rashad White, Brian Robinson, and Zamir White. I've been a lot higher on Rashad White in previous rankings, you know, kind of had him as a borderline first round pick. The problem is I just do not know if his draft capital is going to be here. And if he's going like round five, round six, it's going to be very hard to keep him this high because even if I like him, think he has three down potential, if the draft capital is not there, it's just kind of proven that he may not get the opportunity as some of the players picked ahead of him. Same kind of thing here with Brian Robinson, just don't know where he's going to go. And then for Zamir White, I wouldn't be surprised if he went ahead of both White and Robinson. The problem is I just think his ceiling is capped. He's not gonna be a pass catching back at the next level, but he can be an early down grinder and he's just a very solid pure runner out of the backfield. Then at the 209, this is where I have Christian Watson. Should receive great draft capital, late round one, round two. I just don't think he's had enough college production to warrant being ranked any higher. And then here at the 210, the first tight end in my rankings, Trey McBride. I think McBride is most people's tight end one. You know, you could throw in Dulcich out of UCLA or Kohler, but I think, you know, a lot of people like McBride. If he went with one of those other guys, wouldn't hate it, but I like Trey McBride as a back end second round pick. The tight ends in this class really are pretty solid. You know, you don't have one kind of elite guy who's going to be going in the first round most likely, but you know, guys go in day two, early day three could definitely make an impact. So that is where I have Trey McBride. Then the 211, Justin Ross. Like him as a wide receiver. He's had the health concerns kind of fallen off since his freshman season. We'll see where he goes. If he gets good draft capital, I'll definitely be in on him. Then at the 212, I have James Cook. And this is gonna start off kind of a little bit of a run on running backs. James Cook at the 212, don't think he can be a three down back, but is a solid receiver out of the backfield. And then moving on to round three, 301, 302, we've got Tyler Algier and Damian Pierce. Both these guys, we just don't know where they're going to land. It's really tough with these running backs. But at this point in the draft, I don't really love a lot of the wide receivers that are available. So I'd be fine kind of taking dart throws on some of these running backs, especially if they do secure solid draft capital. Then at the 303, it's gonna be the last quarterback in these rankings, Carson Strong. Clearly, the quarterback six in my mind just doesn't have any ceiling of the players ahead of him because he is pretty much a statue back there. Just going to be a zero for rushing production. Then at the 304, I mentioned him earlier Greg Dulcich, very solid tight end out of UCLA, solid athlete. You know, really nice production later on in his college career with so the 304 i'd be totally fine taking a swing on him then at the 305 and 306 i have back-to-back wide receivers khalil shakir and wandel robinson shakir i've talked about in my wide receiver rankings just an overall solid prospect and then wandel robinson was someone who had potential like round two maybe even round one buzz until his size measurements came out he is five foot eight so that is not ideal i think people are kind of still scared off about those small wide receivers after seeing Wandell moore struggle i don't think this is you know when nailing his coffin but his value is definitely going to take a hit here then at the 307 and 308 we've got jerome ford and Keontae ingram once again a lot of this is going to come down to where these guys land you know what round they get selected in but like i mentioned do not hate taking shots on these guys because they could get solid draft capital because we're really just not sure what order these running backs are going to be picked in. Then here at the 309, we have John Mechie out of Alabama, another solid prospect. Don't think he has a crazy ceiling, but late third round, nothing wrong with picking him here. Then at the 310, we have Charlie Kohler out of Iowa State, another one of these solid tight end prospects. And then to round out the third round at the 311 and 312, I have Pierre Strong out of South Dakota State. Very, very athletic running back. Not a huge guy, but did produce very well in college. And then at the 312, Kyron Williams, definitely a big faller. Still think he can be a third down back. The ceiling is just not there, and I don't know if the draft capital is either. But that is going to wrap it up for my top 36 rookie rankings. Very excited to see where these players land in the draft. And then after the draft is over, I'll go through, probably I'll just do it all in one video, update my quarterback rankings, running back, wide receivers, tight ends, overall rankings, give you guys those updates. So stay tuned for that. Thank you for stopping by and I'll see you in the next one.